For a full match report on the New York versus Sligo game last Sunday, visit thelonghallpodcast.com. A link is in the description below. I'm here with uh, Alan Campbell, who, of course, uh, played uh, full-back for New York last uh, Sunday. Just catching up with Alan after the game. Uh, Alan, you have a couple of days to kind of reflect on how things went. Um, how do you feel, first of all, and uh, on how the game went Sunday? Yeah, uh, disappointed, of course, you know. Um, it was a long what three four months build up training very hard in the various conditions from snow to rain and the heat as well so it's disappointed we didn't get over the line in the end but at the same time we're heartened by the performance and we we know that we're not too far off it at the same time so we'll get a few days off now and we'll have energy and and rejuvenation heading in towards the talton cup knowing that we're not a million miles away did you think you surprised a lot of people in new york with the performance yeah, I, I'd imagine we did because talking to a lot of people, they'd kind of, even after the game, they were like, oh, geez, well done or whatever. Whereas we were disappointed in the group. We we didn't surprise ourselves. We fully, firmly believed that we'd win or come very close to it, and that's what happened. But, um, yeah, I think the wider New York community or GA community were surprised. They didn't really know what was going on inside the camp. Um, but hopefully now they'll row in behind us for the next game coming up in a few weeks' time. Emmy taught me through the game. You started well. Uh, you seemed to be on top. Johnny was outstanding there in midfield, caught a couple of marks, um, and they, it was nip and tuck. And Carbine got a great goal, and that goal seemed to be the cushion that you just couldn't overcome when it came down to the, yeah. the home stretch in the end. Yeah, we started very well, as you mentioned. The kickouts, Mick got like four or five in a row uh, up to Johnny, and they couldn't handle Johnny's strength and, and, and height. Uh, started very well, and um, you know we were flying but as you said they got I think they got one two even uh, and I was a bit worried that we'd kind of falter or you know things could start going against us but we rallied again and we got back to level in the second half and you know with five minutes to go could have went either way and then yeah maybe just to break a ball didn't go our way it just wasn't our day to be in the end but um, no I was heartened by the way we fought back after that bad spell like, towards the end of the first half and um, the goal and yeah that was that the gap that we couldn't bridge. I think if we got a goal, we could have won it, but, um, you know, they did, and that's the, the difference. Tell me about your, yourself, Alan. You're from Tipperary. You won a Munster Championship with Tipperary a couple of years ago, two years ago. What's it like? What's the, the setup like out here in New York? Obviously, the facilities aren't there. It's very different. Were you surprised the way the setup was coming into an intercounty setup? Like, Yeah, like I spent years playing for Tip, all right, and I was kind of getting away from that, and then all of a sudden I'm over here doing the same crack, so... Um, <laughs> That was something, but no, it was very good setup. Like I was surprised uh, we were doing three days a week, same as home, Tuesday, Thursday, and the weekend. And geez, the running we did there was the same as home. It was just as hard, if not harder. And then the conditions, you know, I think it binds us together a little bit. Like the snow and the hard train, like that, you form a bond with the lads who suffer through with you. Um, but yeah, like Johnny and and he's there was what seven or eight. Uh, involved with the management, they all they all contribute their own thing, and it was led to an inter, proper intercounty setup. Um, you know, it was hard with lack of challenge matches and various things like that that made it more difficult. No league, but um, given all those uh, restrictions or whatever, I think we we made the most of it and had a, a good setup, and a, it resulted in a good performance. But hopefully now, as I said in the Talchin Cup, we can go that one step further. Uh, tell me about yourself. What do you work as here in New York? Yeah, so software engineering, I worked with Bloomberg in Dublin and they moved me over here. So it's the same company, the same team, and it's just uh, obviously different locations. So 
I've been with them 10 years, well, nine years this June, so uh, settled in at this stage. But they're looking after me here, and they were very good to me bringing me across. So it's, it's a good opportunity and a new city and new experiences, so it's good. And when did you come over last year? Was it start of last year? Yeah, it was the middle of summer last was it year. During COVID? Yeah, last year. During COVID, there was a lot of restrictions, but a bit of help from a few boys, and uh, we got here eventually. And, um, yeah, I got the tail end of the club championship last year, so it's good to experience that too. And, um, you know, in with New York and looking forward to the summer again this year. How did you manage to sign with Brooklyn Shamrocks? Uh, as a link of a Tipperary man by the name of Pat Ryan made a few phone calls and uh, Tommy McCann... Tipperary manager. Yeah, yeah, he's involved with Tip Hurling. He's not really involved with football over here, but he put me in contact with a man by the name of Tommy McConvey, and he was uh, very kind to me. He helped with uh, settling in and, and the visas and all that, so uh, it was good, and Brooklyn were very good to me, you know, settling in, playing with them last summer. It was great fun and got to know a lot of people, so it's very good. Can you just, uh, we'll finish the New York setup. Obviously, there's a lot of American fellas there. I know when I was out here playing, it's a bit strange seeing the American lads and their enthusiasm for the game. Were you surprised by it, or how did you, how did you feel towards the American lads? Yeah, it was great. Like, there was four or five played at the weekend, and there was probably another, you know, there was 10 or 11 in the 40. Uh, that were training and it was brilliant you know they grew up playing the whole way they're uh, more of a connection here and uh, it's good to see them coming through and every year that goes by I think there'll be more to be six seven eight playing so no it's brilliant Get, once I got used to the American accent and then a, a fella from London came with a London accent so it was a wide range of uh, different areas but you know we all came together and made a good team in the end and that's the main thing and you know the future's bright as long as they keep uh, producing the Irish Americans you know and what's your plan now for the next couple of weeks, Steve, the week off to play club championship, uh, club league this weekend and then are you going to regroup next week yeah. for the Talton Cup? Yeah, so I think they're giving us a few days off now and as you said, there's a full round of league fixtures this weekend. So hopefully we'll get back to the clubs and, you know, give some time back to the clubs because, you know, we're there because of the clubs too. So it'd be nice to regroup, get to back playing with the club players and then, you know, I think it's four weeks or five weeks of training leading into the Talton Cup. So... That'll be a long slog, but look, it'll be worth it in the end. All right, no problem. Thanks a million. Thanks, guys. For a full match report on the New York versus Sligo game last Sunday, visit thelonghallpodcast.com, where you can view all of our latest podcasts, including our interview with Mead football legend Graham Garrity, and last week's post-match interview with Kerry football legend Pat Spillane, who reflects on the New York Sligo game. A link is in the description below. To be instantly notified of a new podcast release, hit that subscribe button or follow us on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter at The Long Haul Podcast.